Welcome to a brand new episode of Geekazoi. This is exciting. Uh, we thank you so much for joining us. And if you are joining us, make sure you join the conversation because we are live. And because we're live, we're streaming on Facebook, we're streaming on YouTube, and also Twitch as well. So get those comments in because we would love to share them on the stream. And we actually have a couple of people tuning in right now, like little weird guy yelling at the screen, like Homer saying, come on and start the movie. But I am not by myself. I am joined by two of your faves uh, on Geekazoid. Please welcome, we have Taylor and Captain Fizzman, Anthony. Guys, thank you so much for joining us here on Geekazoid for another week. Before we get into everything, and I want to know how your week has been, I just got to let you know, I'm not sure if this is happening where you are in Australia, but this week is book week and i'm sure you guys uh, know what book week is as well it's where i think it's primary schools they dress up in in i guess characters from from books or whatever um uh, and i i teach at a school and i teach dance at a school and uh it's tomorrow and i'm gonna dress up and captain fizzman you're gonna be very very happy i think i'm gonna be dressing up as captain america you thought i was gonna say captain fizzman but it's gonna be captain america so that's what i'm really excited for this week but tell me tell, wait, wait 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 i'm gonna throw it over to tay first okay so tay, tell me how has your or how's your week going very good um i did know book week was on um my little nieces they had book week so they actually chose harry potter so fizzman you'll be very proud of that uh actually for all three days in a row uh my niece chose harry potter characters and she actually came over today to borrow an orange wig because she wanted to look like ron so she needed bright orange hair like ron so oh. i just helped her pick out a, an outfit and she's got the the uh, robes on and everything. She was yeah. very excited. Oh, that's epic. We got uh, Banshee B chiming in as well. She's saying mm -hmm. so many kids coming into the comic store buying comics to match their costumes today. And um, and that's when I was like, hmm, like I, I could have dressed up as Woody or whoever else, but comic, comic book, Captain America, that makes sense. Great segue. Mm -hmm. Captain Fizzman, how's your week been, buddy? My week's been good. Um, apart from the usual work, I've just been very excited by all the news that we've been getting uh, from Gamescom and just all the nerdy news and yeah, just having a really great time. That's right. Gamescom has a fish. Did it start yesterday or is it, it today? It started uh, Wednesday at 4am our time. Wow. Wow. Which was 11am Pacific time. That's so pretty I'm much... Here. Yeah, and pretty asleep. much, <laughs> and, and 
And over the weekend, I guess we're going to find out all the massive drops that are happening in terms of the gaming world. So um, make sure you tune in next week to uh, to Geekazoid, the live stream, or the podcast version as well. Uh, if you just want to listen to the audio version, we are on Spotify and also Apple Podcasts as well. Uh, and if you miss the stream, live stream, you can always re-watch it, video on demand, across uh, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch as well. Uh, thank you to everyone chiming in. We've got Abdullah. He's, he's a regular here. He says, hey. We've got Tao chimes in, says, hello. Hello, uh, and Sammy G before was saying that he was second on the stream. When we appreciate your support, uh, we have a great first. show. You were first, and you were the check the YouTube. <laughs> just, stream. just, just, just putting that out there. Uh, but I mean, also Gamescom isn't the only thing that happened this week. We also had the release of the first episode of House of the Dragon, which J Rod and I attended the premiere in Sydney last week. Uh, but that has now officially dropped on binge, so you can go check that out and. We have a whole bunch of other news that we're about to discuss in trending topics. Okay, speaking about that, how about we get into a segment that we like to call Trending Topics. All right, Tay, so this is, uh, you're yeah. going to kick off the trending topics for us today because you were very excited about a little sneak teaser, could you I call was. it, that we saw Speaking of House of the Dragon, I think it played around the same time, right? So take it away, Tay. Tell us, what are we it looking did. at here? Yes, so HBO finally gave us our first little teaser for the upcoming Last of Us TV series. Uh, so if you're not familiar, The Last of Us is a game uh, from Naughty Dog Games, and they are now uh, making it into a TV series, which will be airing early 2023. We don't have an exact date just yet, uh, but we got our first trailer here. Um, it's a nice short one, but it's very exciting. Of course, we have Pedro Pascal here as Joel and his sidekick Ellie there, who's also from Game of Thrones. Um, if anyone spotted that, we've got Liana Mormont. Um, so she's in that. So I'm really excited. I think she's a perfect, uh, actress for the part. Um, I really love how, how into it she gets in, especially when we saw her as Liana, she was, for a young kid, she was very, very strong, obviously took over a room full of men. So yeah. got to give her props for that. Um, they just finished filming in Canada, I believe. Um, so that's oh. all done. So now they're all ready to go. Um, but they told us that it wouldn't be because there were rumors that it was going to be aired in late 2022, maybe December. But they, when this teaser came out, they said that it will be airing early 2023. Um I know that the actress there uh, who plays uh, Ellie, her name's Bella, um, she said that uh, it's going to be a different storyline from the game. So they'll, they're still going to recreate some famous scenes that we know from the games, uh, but it's going to be a different uh, story. Um, and even the co-creator, Craig Mazin, Marzen, uh, he said that it's going to include a moment that isn't in the game, but it's going to make our jaws drop and apparently we'll be talking about it for a long time. So I'm excited to see what this big moment is because obviously we've had some, uh, we've got some high expectations with what we've been getting recently, especially with HBO and with House of the Dragon. I've got high expectations for it. So I'm very excited. Fizzman, is this something that you're looking forward to? Have you ever played uh, the, the game? Have you played uh, The Last of Us before? 
I have not played Last of Us before, uh, mainly because it is on consoles that I do not have yet. Um, sorry, that's but... that's a touchy subject. He's a he's an <laughs> Xbox loyalist. That's, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, but I am familiar that I know that um, Elliot Page voiced. Um, uh, what's the pro- the protagonist's name? I know we were literally just talking about it. Uh, Shows Ellie, my acting. Ellie? Ellie. 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 So Elliot Page uh, voiced Ellie, which was a really cool thing. And I just I love when video game designers they design their characters around the voice actors because it really adds more realism to the game. And as they well. use well-known you know actors and actresses as well to play well to to you know make the characters come to life as well which is really cool yeah um just just gonna say we got banshee b saying she's so keen for this abdullah says i'm uh, very excited for the last of Us series i'm so hyped i finished game part one and part two i actually haven't played part two yet and i'm gonna have to get into it um i'm surprised it hasn't really been spoiled for me yet but i better not you know not put it out into the world so um uh yeah and then um also, also B- t- just yeah, gonna, gonna chime in there did anyone notice nick offerman there yes or he's gonna be playing bill now i'm a big fan of nick offerman especially in parks and recreation he's playing a character named bill who was actually originally cast by a different actor um and it was like a scheduling conflict so they actually changed it and nick offerman was offered the role which I'm very happy about considering I, I didn't know who the previous actor was, but I'm really happy that, that we got him. There you go. There we go. I picked up the, the, the screenshot there and I didn't recognize yeah. that it was him at first when I saw this, it wasn't until I guess it did it a couple of rounds online. Um, and then people were, were, were calling him out and I was like, wow, I did not notice that. Um, also Banshee Beach. Yeah, I was about to know say. It was, it was Ashley <laughs> Johnson in the games. Not shows how much I know about the game. <laughs> That's all right. That's okay. I think everyone was fan casting. Um, yeah, I'm pretty for sure. Elliot to play. Yeah, uh, and then also Abdullah also uh, says part two is very emotional. I'm gonna get into it. I will. Do you know how many games I've got on backlog, guys? It's not even funny. Like I've really got to start getting out. Like spending some time to play video games. Speaking of video games, PlayStation uh, over Gamescom, they are. Uh, spoke a little bit more about the uh the psvr2 and also the uh the dual sense edge controller but let's just talk about the uh the uh, the vr2 they're saying that it's coming early next year which is really exciting they had a press conference uh, a couple of i think it was last night they may have had it or maybe the day before but they're just giving you a little bit more of an overview of what's happening with the psvr2 Really excited for that. I absolutely love my PlayStation VR. It's set up on the side uh, of my uh, station here. So I I love that. I always go out and try and find games that are compatible, that support it. Um, They're really hard to find. But for some reason, EB Games, they have like international games sometimes in their bins. And I was just like, yep, I'll grab that. I haven't seen that before. And yeah, really, really excited for some new uh vr content to come out on playstation and then the other thing that i mentioned before as well there's a new dual sense edge controller where which i guess this is like this is the pro elite controller i think um xbox had is it called the elite controller where you could change yeah. out the toggles and stuff yeah. like that so this yeah. is the the ps5 equivalent of that which looks unreal you can Sorry. see there yeah, I guess all the stuff that you can interchange, which is which is crazy. Um, still the same design, looks different as well. 
Well, does it look different? What is different? I guess the keys, sorry, the keys, the buttons on it are a different color, right? Is that right, Taylor? Yeah, to... they've got more black on the, the bottom half of it where the little, I think it's like the little extra toggles are. Yes, and it's yes. got the back back keys as well, back buttons. Ah, the, okay, the extra toggles on the back there. Yeah. So um, there you go. There's the, yeah, the back there. there's the footage. I'm using my mouse as if you could see it, but you yeah, can't. I pointed. I was like, that one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let us know, guys, if you are into vr gaming and if you do have a ps5 this is something you're interested in tay have you delved in the the, the psvr sort of realm before i have so i got one a couple of years ago and it's one of those things i put away and then i come back and i use it for like six days in a row and i'm just constantly my favorite's <laughs> beat saber i kind yes. of class that as my exercise so i'll i'll download a new song on beat saber i'll give that a good three hours maybe sometimes <laughs> Yeah, and yeah. then yeah I'll, I'll put it away so i i, I kind of think i want to get the new vr as well because i just don't, i don't want to miss out on, on all the new all the new stuff yeah so i mean as you can see there the controllers are different to the move controllers that we saw before mm. um with the last playstation vr and then also i think this headset is meant to be 4k uh, and there's all this like extra stuff that they've delved into as well. If you guys want to know more, definitely check out that um, the uh, the conference that they had. It's it's up on the PlayStation. Um, I guess every socials that you go on on PlayStation, it will be there. So definitely check that out. Fizzman, are you a fan of VR or does it sort of you know play tricks on you and you get a little bit dizzy? No, I actually really enjoy playing VR. Um, it is definitely something I do want to get more into. Um, so I might consider getting a PlayStation 5 for it. Who knows? Oh, that's a big call. This is recording. Thank God. <laughs> yes, yes. I've got this. We well, you know what? Even Dion and you know Tay and myself, we got the PlayStation Five, and and Fizzman isn't. I guess that's good for like. I guess you know if we. I'm not an game. Xbox elitist. Okay, it's just <laughs> I I like to use consoles to their full capacity before I get a new one. I've got yes. a PlayStation Three. There you go. Good for you. And you've also so got a Switch as well. So yeah, you know, like I'm you... I'm not I'm not speci- I'm not purely just on Xbox. Like I'm on all different types of consoles, just different versions. Oh, that's good. I've got both, so yeah. Oh wait, you got both <laughs> Xbox and PlayStation Five, do you? Yeah, I didn't uh, want to. I didn't want to pick a side. I'm same yeah. as Star Wars as well. I'm gonna drop it in again. I can't pick light or dark side. <laughs> back so in the day, back in the oh yeah, yeah there sure. you go, yeah sure. I, I move around a lot. <laughs> you, you dabble on yeah both sides. Uh, back in the day, I always used to go for like you know I'll get both consoles and all that. But these days, it's like I struggle actually to play a console. So, uh, mm-hmm. but I will. Uh, definitely be looking at getting the playstation vr because i had that thing set up all the time i had my grandfather i remember on christmas day my grandfather who i think was 90 at the time we we tried it we did the underwater and all that sort of stuff he loved it um yeah so excited is, for some new games is, is uh, that the that underwater game is that the one where you have to go deep sea diving and there's yes. a shark that made, yeah i played that yes. and i hated it so much there's actually yeah. a video on the internet floating around where i'm basically shitting yeah on me <laughs> on the PlayStation VR, absolutely shitting myself because there's a shark about to attack me. Which, oh. if you didn't know, I have a very irrational fear that there's going to be a shark in a swimming pool somehow, and it's going to eat me alive. And so that's why I don't really attend the beach or swimming pool. How funny! Yeah, so it was that. that one. So you actually didn't have to play it; you just had to be, you know, in it, and you just look around, and it's full 360, I guess. Uh, this is for people. That I believe little weird guy is in the Melbourne area. He's just chimed in and says, my local 
EB had uh, PS5s. Oh, in stock. He, they had PS5s in stock last weekend due to people not picking up their pre-orders. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, times are getting tough. You know, the, the cost of living is going up. So I guess you got to do what you got to do. But uh, but speaking of gaming and, and, a, and a game in particular that I feel like we haven't heard enough about, this is where Captain Fizzman chimes in and, and it helps us out because I haven't heard of uh, Hogwarts League. No, clearly, I'm joking. But Captain Fizzman, take it away, buddy. This is something that you said, J-Rod, I need like 15 minutes to talk about this. So <laughs> this is all yours, buddy. Take it away. Uh, before before we do that, I just want to know, um, Jay and Tay, what are your Hogwarts houses? I'm Gryffindor. So when I went on my first trip to America, went to this Harry Potter exhibition and I got sorted by the sorting hat. So Gryffindor, don't think it's quite accurate based on person, my personality, but I'm going with it. I'm rolling with okay, it. But who do you, what, what house do you think you are? Based on your personality, I'd probably be a Hufflepuff. I reckon. Jay. Yeah. Look, I I always said that I was a Gryffindor when I was, you know, obviously watching Harry Potter for obvious reasons because you know the main characters are part of um, Gryffindor. But then when I did the, uh, the 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 quiz online, it said that I was Hufflepuff. So. I was like, great, that means I need to buy a new scarf, a new, a new robe, a new tie. I was just like, this thing just wants to, you know, squeeze the money out of me. But um, I say Hufflepuff, I, you know, I, I've, I've got the scarf and all that. I need to actually get a robe uh, for Hufflepuff, but am I allowed to flip-flop? Am I, am I allowed to be on No, you're allowed to. It's, it's, it's totally up to you. Like, okay. I, I think I'm all four houses. Oh, there you go. Like different qualities. But Is that something in the Gryffindor. game that you can do? Or you, once no, you sort it? I, I think you can create multiple characters because, and I'll, I'll talk about this as we go in. <laughs> okay. Well, how okay. about we deep dive into it yeah, right now? It, yeah. Okay. So okay. I'll just set you up. Okay. Just in case you've never been tuned into Gigazoid before and never met Captain Fizzman, he is a massive Harry Potter fan and he knows absolutely everything about Harry Potter, even more than the creator, um, you know, JK Rowling herself. So uh, Fizzman, there it is. It is yours. Tell us what, what is happening in the world of Hogwarts Legacy? Okay, so Slytherin, Slytherin fans rejoice. There is a character in Hogwarts Legacy named Sebastian Sallow. And with that is that our protagonist will have the chance to befriend them. And through it, we're going to be looking at their, their family legacy. So who their family was. It is potentially a side quest. Or it could be part of the main quest. Totally up to you, depending on how you decide. But not only did we find that out, we also found out that we're going to be exploring Salazar Slytherin and hopefully many other founders. But in this trailer, we definitely get a, a big focus on the dark arts. Uh, we see the unforgivable curses. So this is actually the first spell. Well, not maybe not the first spell, but like one of the main spells that we're very much accustomed to in the canon of the Harry Potter universe in the game itself so it is being very true to the law of the wizarding world uh, we also see the use of dark magic and temptation so it's questioning whether a spell could save your life and whether it should be forbidden or not it's very similar to as, as a bit of a call out for star wars anakin skywalker and his introduction to the dark side and choosing is the dark side really that bad if it could help save a life we also see spiders and a person being mummified in a web and it's very much darker to, it's very dark to what we've seen before, which is a huge contrast. We also see more spells in action. 
up close and dueling. We also see some skeletons, but they're more like inferiors and giants controllers in action. And finally, we see a Thestral, and standing next to it is the character wearing a cosmetic or costume package things, which is what we will be getting in the deluxe and collection editions of the game. Wow, Fizzman, that was a great wrap up, buddy. I'm not done uh, yet. Oh, okay. Hold on. Let me just bring. Well, we can talk about I'm this. Sure, sure. Yeah, go for it. T talk about this. I'm going to be up on the screen as well. Everybody else, make sure you listen up. He's got uh, about three more minutes on this. Go, buddy. Go. <laughs> so at 11 a.m. today, pre-orders were available at EB Games to either pre-order the deluxe or collected edition. Uh, about a couple of hours ago, EB Games updated their Facebook saying that both the PlayStation and PC collected editions of pre-orders were completely sold out. Wow. And they had a limit of one per customer. In So you had a choice between the Deluxe Edition and the Collection Edition. Deluxe Edition is going for about $119.95 or $120 AUD. And it was a $30 deposit. And in it, you get the Dark Arts Pack, which includes a Thestral Mount, Cosmetic Set, and a Battle Arena. Also an Onyx Hippogriff Mount, a Dark Arts Garrison Hat, and 72 hours early access. With the mounts in particular, these are the only ways you'll be able to ride either a Thestral or a hippogriff. With the collected edition, however, you get it is $499.95 AUD or $500 with a $50 deposit. You can bet I already pre-ordered mine. Um, and you get everything from the deluxe edition plus a physical life-sizing ancient magic wand on a book base. And the way it works is that you plug it in and it actually hovers using magnets. You also get a steel case for the game. And as a bonus, you get an in-game copy robe. And you also get everything else in the deluxe edition. Wow. That is, is, that, is that it, Fizzman? That is everything. <laughs> Do you know what's funny? I, I preloaded this a long time ago, but I can finally use Five it. Five minutes later. <laughs> I can finally use that. He's been waiting there the whole time. It's just been sitting been... on the side of his screen ready to use. But even Tay, when we, we when we were testing the stream, I had it. From, I'm like, I'm going to use this one day, and then and then when Fizzman was like, I'm going to say it all. But then, no, that's unreal. And to be honest, like, it looks unreal. The game, yeah. the, whatever, like what they released, it looks sensational. Uh, Sarah seems to be excited. Sarah's chiming in on Facebook. She's got like a crying face. I'm assuming that's because of the five minutes later thing. And a little weird guy said, "Yes, Slytherin pride." Um, how exciting! So, Tay, when if when you start this game, would you start off as uh, Gryffindor, or is is there a way to like? Do they have a quiz at the beginning of the game that you take, so it helps try and sort into the right house, Fizzman? Do you know that? I'm pretty sure it's very much by choice, but also they may do like a, a like a battle arena where you make different choices and that decides what your game, what your house is. Very similar to like a morality thing in like infamous where like depending on the decisions you make really determines like what your morality is like if it's like darker or lighter and it really changes your magical abilities hopefully Ta i mean Ta yeah what house would you straight away off the bat boom what would you be i'd probably just go with gryffindor most likely because i'm i'm right i'm hoping that the when i went and got sorted i'm just riding on that that's that's the truth so i'll sort you on tuesday Okay, perfect. <laughs> oh, <laughs> You'll this, give me the this... official. I feel like that's more official than any other quiz I could take is you will crown me what house I will in. You'll sort me. 
Fizzman yep. is the yep. algorithm. He's the one. <laughs> He's the sorting hat. He um, is the sorting hat. I, it doesn't matter what house you're in, right? Like, it doesn't determine the gameplay. It's like, say, if I was to go in Hufflepuff or, or Gryffindor, no. the, the gameplay is going to be the it, same. My it, attributes it, are going to be the same as well, or do, does that differ? Uh, I guess it'll be depending on how you create your character. Uh, ah. but it will be depending, I guess, choices will come into play. Like if you choose to go down the route of the dark arts, then right. you start becoming a bit more leading towards that side. So yeah, of course. Yeah. And also to everyone that is tuning in live, let us know in the comments below, what house would you be sorted in? What house are you going to be, uh, playing Hogwarts legacy in? Um, it looks like it's all around Gryffindor, which is pretty cool. Uh, are we okay to leave it there, Fizzman? Even yes, though I'm really excited. Fine. That's totally I, fine. <laughs> I haven't pre-ordered it yet. The uh, Collector's Edition looks amazing. Like that, let me get it back up on the screen. The floating one, that is something that you would definitely want to hang up because I know it will display because I know sometimes with the collector sets, you get some trinkets and stuff like that, but that's really, really cool. Like it, it doesn't look like it belongs to a game like you could have it out and it just looks like some magic happening mm. and uh and that's what i that's what i really like about it as well so i hope it looks like a a realistic book and it's not just like a bit of plastic let's call it but no how exciting let us know if you're going to be pre-ordering or if you've already pre-ordered uh hogwarts legacy in the chat now the last thing that we're going to be talking about uh this news dropped today did it uh Fizzman. this is the news about aquaman 2 and shazam 2 have been delayed again. Yeah. So this, so the last that we spoke about this Tay, I think we spoke about it a couple of weeks ago, or maybe Fizzman, you might have been on the on the the, the pod as well. For no, this, it but... was the test episode. Ah, so I think it was just maybe Dion and myself maybe were talking about this. We we're talking about the state of uh, DC. No, Tay and... was there. Oh, <laughs> Captain Fizzman, he's the the quiz master. You cannot get past him at all you shall i feel like pass. i could ask him where my keys are i could just ask him <laughs> melbourne to sydney hey Fizzman, do you know where my keys are <laughs> you you probably could to be quite honest but uh it was funny because uh Fizzman, we we're talking about this before uh because you dropped it in our little discord that we have and i was like oh yeah i saw that they announced christmas and i'm like that's not that much of a delay it's because i think the movie was meant to come out on december 14th and i'm like christmas day yeah that's about a week off that's fine like that's no big deal but then when i read it again and i saw christmas 2023 i was like whoa okay um is this something that you've heard taylor is this have you read up on this yet or is this like something that's quite new and you got to look into it a bit more i only just saw the headlines that they were delayed i haven't actually delved into why or if we even know yet so i am all ears if if you guys can explain or catch me up to date because this is really sad i was really looking forward to it well i and correct me if i'm wrong fizz man but i think it's something to do with the reshoots that they have um amber heard stuff i guess uh also maybe the stuff going on with the flash apparently uh michael keaton's batman was meant to be at the end of um aquaman or somewhere in aquaman as well so if they've delayed it a whole year um there's some serious reshoots going, and fair enough. Like, they can't do that between now and the end of the year. I get it. Like, so, the reason why it's being delayed is because of the Warner Bros. Discovery. Everything that's happening with the with Discovery the and Journal, HBO Max right. and everything, that is why they've, they've delayed it. So, 
I mean, but if they are going to restart, and not that I want to turn this whole episode into, you know, another set of DC, <laughs> but um, you, you would think that they would just want to get these movies out if they're thinking about rebooting the whole DC universe in, in you know, on the, on the big screen. Um, we also haven't heard what's happening with The Flash yet. That's still up in the air, and I'm assuming if, if the... Um, if Aquaman and Shazam are being delayed, the Flash hasn't got really an official release date properly yet, and um, that's probably going to be pushed as well. Black Adam seems to be going ahead as well, which is great to see. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. in more DC news, um, that I'm adding to it, uh, the Batgirl, so the cast and crew are actually getting a screening of Batgirl before they officially put it to to rest. rest. Mm-hmm. Did we talk about this before that they asked they they asked um, Leslie Grace who's playing uh, back? Yeah, they, we did. Okay, they asked yeah. her to come back, and she she was declined. like declined. declined which yeah. fair enough, I get it. It's so sad. And then you know what else I thought about this week? Brendan Fraser was meant to be the villain in Batgirl, and we're not going to see him. Oh. Yeah, I was like, that's. I right. mean, we can just watch Doom Patrol. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even remember what character he was playing in the in Batgirl. If you guys know, definitely check it out. Let's see if you guys can be quicker than Captain Fizzman on this one. But oh, um, <laughs> but it's just go. such it's just such a sad state going on. And DC fandom, I'm assuming, is not going to happen either. So Firefly. The, thank you very much. So the 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 real DC movies, the only DC movies that we're getting this year is. Um, DC League of uh, Super Pets and also Black Adam. So and Black Adam, the ending's meant to be different as well. So we shall, we shall see, my child. We shall see. <laughs> uh, but there we go. Here we go. Tau just okay. Is Robot Man in Doom Patrol? That's right. Brendan Fraser is that. But Firefly, he was meant to play in yeah. that girl. We're gonna end it up there, guys, with the with the news. <laughs> we've we've managed to do it in half an hour, which is fantastic. Uh, we're gonna take a quick break, a little bit of an intermission, and we're gonna throw it over to Captain Fizzman's variant, who's gonna help us out with this week's trivia. Take it away, Captain Fizzman. Geekazoid. What is up everyone, it is Captain Fizzman here, ready to deliver you this week's trivia. So, today's trivia is based around video games. So, get those thinking caps on because it is time to start this week's trivia. Okay, question one. Who came first? Mario or Sonic? Once again, question one. Who came first? Mario or Sonic? Do you think you know it? Okay, moving on to question two. What is the name of the best-selling video game? Once again, what is the name of the best-selling video game? And then finally, question three. In the most recent gameplay trailer of Hogwarts Legacy, which of the three unforgivable curses do we see shown? Once again, in the most recent gameplay trailer of Hogwarts Legacy, which of the three unforgivable curses do we see shown? Write down those answers, let us know in the comments what you think they are, and I will see you very soon for the answers. If you guys know the answers, definitely let us know in the comments below. And also, a big thank you to Captain Fizzman's variant for uh, 
helping us out every week with the trivia questions. You're going to be seeing on our uh, Instagram and also happening on YouTube and TikTok very soon on the Geekazoid accounts. We're going to be uploading all the uh, trivia questions so you can play along there if you miss a live episode. I can see you guys uh, chiming in in the comments with the uh, with with your answers to the questions. That's great. I'm going to share them just a little bit later just to give everybody else a little bit of time to catch up. Uh, Tay, how did you go? Without re- revealing the answers, is there any of them that you know? I'm pretty sure I've got the first and the third one. The middle one has stumped me, though. I've got, like, five choices going in my head, and I just can't pick. So I kind of started writing it, and I've left it blank. But <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Captain Fizzman? Do you know? Oh, no, you know what? We're not going to ask. <laughs> you know how many you, I filmed that video so many times. So I was like, not enough energy. Let's refilm it again. Um, and then I had, like, had so many different outros being like, oh, back to back to my variant in the studio. I was going to do <laughs> stuff. You, like, no. you, might, you might have to clone yourself and, and get two of you there to be like, hey, what are you doing here? Like a real, like, Spider-Man <laughs> moment. But, um, but we're going to be recording uh, your trivia questions. It's not going to be next week's trivia questions. It's going to be the week after that. But we're going to be recording that together. And Tay's going to be there as well. But yeah. Yay. We're not going to be talking about it just yet because uh, we'll find out when we find out probably next week. Uh, anyway, today's topic or, or talking discussion, whatever you want to call it, this we, we, we put the question out there on our socials, on uh, Instagram in particular. We wanted to know what was the most underrated movie in your opinion so we have our underrated movies what we think deserves a lot more praise than it is getting uh online or out there in the world and you guys chimed in as well so i will definitely jump onto our instagram very soon and i'm going to share a couple of them but tay's going to kick this one off and share what she thinks is the most underrated movie in her opinion don't get me wrong there's a lot and we were throwing out a lot out there but we thought, you know what, this one deserves a special mention. So, Tay, kick it away. What is your most underrated movie? So, this one was very hard for me to pick. I think I gave Jaden like four choices because I couldn't make a decision, which seems to be very uh, on point for me, not making up my mind. Um, but I chose Anastasia being the animated uh, version of it. Uh, so, if I'm sure a lot of people are familiar with it. Um, I feel like a lot of people that I know grew up with it um, coming out in 1997. It was actually 1998 that it came out in Australia. So we got it a little bit later on. But this is this is my comfort movie. I can watch this to the day I die. I absolutely love it. Um, for anyone who hasn't seen it or doesn't really know, um, Anastasia, based on the Romanov family in Russia, um, who her father was Nicholas, who was a Tsar, and it's about Rasputin. Now, in this animated version, Rasputin is like a sorcerer. He sells his soul because he wants to see an end to the Romanov line. Um, this is a musical number, um, and recently this was created actually by uh, 20th, 20th Century Fox Studios, but um, a while ago was bought by Disney, so it is now on Disney+. Plus. Um, which I always thought Anastasia deserved to be a Disney princess. Um, I could sing, I sing these songs kind of on the daily, the most popular being Once Upon a December. Um, so it's all based on the lost princess Anastasia. Now it's really, there's no truth behind this story. It's just very, very loosely based off of it. 
Um, obviously, Rasputin was not a sorcerer and did not sell his soul, um, but he did betray, in real life, he did betray the family. Um, he was like a, I think he was like an advisor or something to Nicholas, I'm pretty sure. Um, but there's some really well-known actors in this. Uh, Anastasia is played by Meg Ryan, and we've got uh, John Cusack as Dimitri. Uh, and their storyline is really nice. It turns out that, you know, he was a very young boy who helped the uh, the princess get out of the palace. She doesn't remember who she is or where she came from. Um, and they start a ruse to find, to kind of uh, show people that she could have been this lost princess Anastasia. And in doing so, she realizes uh, her past and who her family is and I, I do remember when this came out, I was very young and these parts that had Rasputin in it, I used to fast forward or I used to get my mum to fast forward them because it was a little bit scary for me at that time. Um, but now the musical number is is top notch. Um, and one point that actually I remembered, it popped in my head as I started um, finding photos and looking at all of this for this uh, trending topic. And it was only in 2007 that archaeologists actually discovered the bones of two of the children um, who that's how kind of rumors and the stories kind of arised that Anastasia got out of the palace that was debunked because her she never left like she never got out but it was actually two of her siblings uh, Maria and Alexei who Alexei was the heir to the throne he was going to take after Nicholas um, and yeah, they ended up not finding out until 2007 that some remains that they found actually belonged to them. So, uh, what, like a, over a hundred year mystery was solved and it was only back in 2007. So I thought that was a cool fun fact. That is very cool. Do you know what? Like I've, I think I watched this movie back in 1998 and mm -hmm. I, I, I don't think I've seen it since, and I'm going to have to... It's on Disney+, Plus, right? Like, that makes it sense. It is now, yeah. I remember owning it on VHS, because my sister loved this movie, but I never really took to it. I don't know why. Maybe because the front cover didn't say Disney on it, maybe? I don't yeah. know. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. I know how stupid that is, but as a kid, I was just like, this Disney, like, rip-off, but now we understand, like, how... And I obviously have read amazing things about it online and people praising it and all that. And Tay, when you mentioned it in, in the chat that we have on discord, Fizzman freaked out. And, and of course it's a classic. I remember when this was in production and they were showing like, um, to promote the movie, they were showing animation that wasn't even colored yet. Like it was just all mm -hmm. like, you know, just sketches and all that. And it just looked unreal. Um, and it's interesting to like, is it considered a is she considered a Disney princess or is she still outside a little bit? So she's still on the outside. She's not going to be at the parks anytime soon. That's kind of how they um, give like a coronation, like an actual coronation into being a Disney princess. She's now owned by Disney. So she is now classed as a Disney princess, but she won't be kind of uh, put into the mix of like being at meet and greets and, right. and in the parks and things like that. But she is technically um a disney princess now well i'm excited for the coronation day we have a little weird guy <laughs> chiming in saying that anastasia <clears throat> is a disney movie that is not a disney movie and also sarah says such a great soundtrack too <laughs> does it have killer songs i can't really remember oh. any of the of the songs you're they're so out. good <laughs> yeah. yeah you're missing I, out i sing them daily like everyone really? i know will only know the songs because i just sing them all the time it's very annoying i definitely admit 
that <laughs> that I'm not the the most fun to be around because it's just constantly going in my head on repeat. It's that good. There you go. Don't worry, Captain Fizzman. Um, next week. Take. I know yes, that you are perfect. keen to chat about this, Captain Fizzman. So go for it. Tell me, Anastasia, thoughts. I. <laughs> Anastasia just has a place in my heart. It is absolutely one of my favorite movies. Uh, it is up there. I just absolutely love it. Like Bartok, comedic, genius, so good. It's actually um, Tay, there's a creator on TikTok who does the Bartok voice and I freaking die every time I see it. It is honestly my favorite thing ever. And I just love it because like, not only the animation, but also the history behind it and also how it connects to like real life events and everything. And just, uh, just yeah, like I'm, I'm highly considering doing a Dimitri cosplay very soon. Please. I've got my Anastasia cosplay. That's perfect. Set, yes. Let's, let's set that up. Yes. Actually, I wanted to mention, because you mentioned Bartok, did you ever watch the solo movie he got? Bartok? Uh, uh, it's it's coming it's to now. mind. I, and, I would have watched it like back back <laughs> like mm. when i was a kid but yeah i it definitely it took does. me a few years to catch up to it because i was like well no there's anastasia like it can't continue um and obviously rasputin at that time when it first came out i was scared of so i was like i don't want to watch a movie that's based on him but it's all about bartok and he gets a little bat girlfriend which is very cute because oh, yeah, if anyone cute. doesn't know bartok is a little albino bat <laughs> yes yes it's funny because i rasputin I always thought that he was in Fern Gully, but I must be thinking of a different character. They're but... very, very it's, it's similar same. looking. Yeah, very similar. They're both bats. Right. Right. And then also, yeah. um, I think uh, Land Before Time was also um, out as well. And oh, I can't remember their little pterodactyl. I can't remember. Yeah, that's a great movie in itself. Uh, but, ducky. Um, I like the little ducky. Ducky. Her little voice. Oh. Oh, so cute. So Sarah Lamp in the yeah. chat has hit it on the head. That's, the magnificent. that's it. Bartok the Magnificent, that was it. That was go. a very funny one. I liked that yeah. one. <laughs> we just have some people chiming in saying that uh, Tal says, I have a lot of underrated movies that I love to enjoy watching. I'm just going to share a couple that I've got up on our uh, Instagram here, mm -hmm. the Geekazoid Live Instagram. Uh, some suggestions were the Fantastic Four, uh, as in the one that came out in um, 2005. We also have Dread, the, the movie that came out in 2012, and also Hook, 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 where's the hook? Such a great movie. That That's my childhood, to be quite honest. I watched The Goonies for the first time a couple of nights ago, and, and everyone, my Facebook and Instagram was blowing up. People were like, how have you never watched The Goonies before? And the reason why is because I was watching Hook. Like, Robin Williams and, you know, uh, Dustin Hoffman, that was my childhood. Bangarang! And, and all that sort of stuff. I, I love Hook. Just going to share one more. Somebody has also said uh, TMNT. That's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie that came out in 2007. That was the CGI one. Uh, anything else you want to add to that, tape before we move over to my underrated movie? No, the only thing I have to say is if you haven't seen Anastasia, I highly recommend it. <laughs> definitely yeah definitely check that out and it's on disney plus right so that's mm -hmm. you, you really have no excuse if you have disney plus no not at all but just be prepared to start singing along for yeah. just oh. the rest of your life <laughs> oh how exciting <laughs> all right if you guys don't mind i'm going to uh talk about what i think is the most underrated movie there is a couple but I, i'm going to give this one a special shout out because i don't think it's going to get a mention at all in any other topics that we're going to be talking about in the future and the movie that i'm talking about is 
Speed Racer. Uh, if you guys have never seen the 2008 movie Speed Racer, which was created by, well, put together by the creators of um, the Matrix trilogy, this movie is unreal. And when I first uh, came across this movie, I was just putting it on as a bit of a popcorn movie and all that. And from the get-go, when you see the opening title of the Warner Brothers logo and just the colors and watching it in Blu-ray, and it's just, it is such a coloristic delight. Uh, the colors are intense, uh, as you can see there. How they've also uh, mashed up uh, live action with CGI as well. A lot of people are like, oh, it's too much, it's too much. And then we have movies like Avatar that come out, and that movie is full CGI, and, and it's great. But, you know, after all, this is a cartoon. This is based on a uh, an, an old-school anime um, called Speed Racer as well. And this is like, I guess it's... Uh, you know, this Americanized, Westernized take on it as well. And the the, the Matrix uh, directors, they are massive anime fans and they grew up watching this. So they said, yep, we'll put our hand up to create a Speed Racer movie. Now, the reason why it didn't really perform so, so well is because it's not quite a kid's movie. It may seem like it's a kid's movie because there's a lot of kid sort of like elements in it that kids will love. Um... And it's not quite an adult movie either. But then there's elements in it that the ki it will go over the kid's head. And I'm not talking about like Shrek comedy over the top of the head, but storylines in terms of like, you know, why he needs to race. And, you know, because the, the, the family get this, the, the racer family get put in a position where they have to race. Um, and, well, Speed has to race and he wants to find his brother and, and all this sort of storyline. If you've watched the original uh, animated series, you'll understand what I'm talking about. And that will definitely go over kids' heads. The kids will love it for the racing, for the colors and all that sort of stuff. But the storyline is a bit complicated for kids to really understand uh and then so, so it had that going against it as well but i love it i don't mind the kitty stuff because i understand you got to sell merchandise i get it but um but an and on, on also an interesting tidbit uh we just got jazzy s chiming in here saying that uh, speed racer is a good movie and very fast paced throughout <laughs> also tower says i love speed racer i remember collecting a lot of the cars when i was little oh there you go see i didn't watch this when it came out in the cinemas do you know why I didn't watch this when it came out in the cinemas because at the same time, the same month, I believe it was May. I know Fizzman's going to check this up, but during <laughs> that month, a little movie, a little indie movie started off this incredible cinematic universe. Iron Man came out the same month as Speed Racer. So, of course, everyone was going... And Iron Man came out, like, a couple of days before this movie came out as well. So, everyone was going to Iron... What? No, am I wrong? Iron Man came out on the 1st of May. Speed Racer so when did Speed came Racer? out on the 12th of June. June, okay. So, then, when did another indie movie called The Dark Knight come out? <laughs> because Speed Racer was sandwiched in between these two... 16th of July. Okay, so okay, so it was sandwiched in between the movies. Maybe, maybe. Some, wait, was that in Australia? Anyway, it doesn't really matter. But yeah. It, it, yeah, around yeah, yeah. the same time they came out. Okay, so Iron Man came out, then Speed Racer's in the middle, then The Dark Knight came out, and because Speed Racer is a Warner Brothers property, Warner Bros were all in on The Dark Knight. This was their movie. The hype was around it. Everything with <laughs> Heath Ledger and the Joker was it was was just circling the internet. It was crazy, and unfortunately. Speed Racer was lost in the shuffle, and it didn't make back what it 
should have made back uh, in in terms of the block, uh, in, you know, in, in ticket sales and all that. It actually was a bust. But it's doing the rounds on, you know, the the aftermarket, whether it's with DVDs or Blu-rays, and I'm sure maybe on streaming services as well. But if you do get the opportunity to watch Speed Racer, I highly recommend it. It's such an enjoyable film. It is a great story from start to finish. It has a stellar cast. Uh, it's got John Goodman. It's got uh, uh, Susan uh, Sarandon. It's just got an incredible lineup. Also, um. Uh, oh my goodness! Why am I flaking on a name? She plays Wednesday okay. in the Adams in the Adams family. Go Fizz, man! So the Incredible Hulk and Speed Racer both came out on the same day. Oh, there you go! I didn't realize that. Yeah. But then in saying that, the Incredible Hulk didn't really have a good outing either because at the time, Incredible Hulk was owned by. You know which which um, movie studio was it owned? Because I know that Paramount was owned. This is before Disney took control, like owned everything in terms of Marvel. But I'm pretty sure Paramount had Universal. The, Universal was the Incredible Hulk, and yeah, Iron Man pictures. was Iron Man was Paramount, I think, at the time as well. Yeah. Um. Thank you. Uh. Little weird guy has chimed in there. Christina Ricci. She played Trixie in it as well. So um. Yeah. Love Speed Racer. Taylor, have you seen Speed Racer? Is this a film uh, you never? I was about to chime in and say I've actually never seen it. I, as soon as I saw it on the screen, I recognized Emile Hirsch and yes. my, another movie that was on my list of underrated films was going to be Lords of Dogtown, which uh, is yes. starring Emile Hirsch, which is all uh -huh. about skateboarding, which yes. that again, one of my comfort movies when I don't really want to watch anything. That's one of my go-tos. Um, so I'm surprised that I never watched it before, but I kind of think now that I've seen this trailer, I actually think I may visit visit this movie definitely give it the opportunity it deserves it you it might and i and i hate saying this like you've you know how people go this series yeah it gets good after the first two seasons so definitely stay with it right but with this one stay with it for at least 20 minutes give it figure out what the world is what the art style is going to be as well if you got it on blu-ray i'm not sure what streaming service is on at the moment but blu-ray it's just so vivid the color um. is incredible um Fizzman's on it, but Fizzman, before you look that up, um, have you seen Speed Racer before? I have not seen Speed Racer before, but uh, Tay, you bring up Emil Hirsch. Uh, the movie that I know Emil Hirsch from is The Girl Next Door, and um, <laughs> yes. yeah, so I thought also I was like, a good movie. <laughs> yeah, yes. that's also a good movie. Uh, but yeah, uh, Speed Racer is not available on any streaming platforms. It is available mm -hmm. on Amazon Prime and Apple TV, but you do have to pay to pay for to it. Watch it. Uh, it's interesting that it's not on like a binge because it's um, Warner Bros, right? But anyway, yeah. if you have the opportunity, I'm sure you can go to a JB Hi-Fi and find it in the discount bin. You could probably pick it up for like $8. But I'm telling you now, it is worth it. Also, <laughs> the behind-the-scenes content is definitely worth it as well because you see them on the green screens and all that. And they were ahead of their time. I mean, the, you know, the directors, they did the Matrix trilogy and they've done some amazing things as well since then. And it's just a shame that we're not going to get a sequel to Speed Racer, which I'm very, very upset about. I've got a Speed Racer pop figure somewhere. Hold on one second. Oh, he's way over there. That's all right. Believe me when I say this. I'm not lying. Okay. 
that's I'm going to leave it there. Definitely check out Speed Racer. Before we throw it over to uh, Captain Fizzman's uh, underrated movie, I'm just going to read out a couple more of these ones that I have sitting here on the Instagram stories. Uh, guys, remember, we are live. We've got probably got about 10 minutes left of this uh, stream. So if you haven't chimed in yet or, or, or left a comment, 100% do that now. If you haven't followed us on our socials, definitely do that as well. Speaking of our socials, on Instagram, this is our Geekazoid Live one. We put the question out, most underrated movie. Uh, we had some people saying Fern Gully. Uh, we had somebody also chime in and say Rad. And Rad's a movie. It looks like it's a BMX movie, which is cool. We had some people saying The Punisher War Zone, Superman Returns. That is a great movie <clears throat> as well, which is filmed in Sydney here in Australia. And also The Amazing Spider-Man 2. That's getting a lot of love because of what we've seen with um, No Way Home. Okay, Captain Fizzman, it is now your turn you to share there. with us finish off the trivia because we have like nine minutes left sure you, you're if you want to throw it over to your yeah. variant we can i'm, I'm happy to much throw it over to my variant do, do, do you want to do the honors and uh, and, sure. and send us off should i actually before we do that i'm going to get some of these uh answers up is that okay can i share some of the yeah, answers that's totally fine. i mean we're not sure if they are right or they're wrong <clears throat> little weird guy says he thinks number one is mario uh he also thinks number two is minecraft or tetris that's a good shout because Tetris has been made by probably every single company in terms of the gaming world. There's no, like, nobody owns Tetris. They can do it however they want, which is really, really interesting. I think you are right about Minecraft, though, being the most popular game. Is that what you said, Fizzman? Best Could be Fortnite game. as well. Best-selling game. Could be Fortnite as well. I'm not too sure. And then Tal has chimed in here with his one, two, three picks. Fizzman, throw it over to your variant. Go for it, buddy. Do you want to take it away, variant? Sure? Okay, let's go. <laughs> Geekazoid. What is up, everyone? It is Captain Fizzman here, back to give you the answers to this week's trivia. Do you think you got them all? Well, we're about to find out. Okay, question one. Who came first? Mario or Sonic? Sonic debuted in 1991. However, Mario debuted 10 years prior to this in 1981. So, did you get it? Okay, question two. What is the name of the best-selling video game of all time? Well, I'm pretty sure most of us have played it at some time in our lives. The answer is... Minecraft! And then finally, our final question to finish off this week's trivia. In the most recent gameplay trailer of Hogwarts Legacy, which of the three unforgivable curses do we see shown? Well, if you were paying attention earlier in the podcast, you would know that the answer is Crucio or the Cruciatus Curse. So, let us know how you did. Did you get three out of three, two out of three, one out of three, or did you get none at all? Let us know how you did in the comments, and also make sure to follow me on all my social media platforms at Captain Fizzman. Also, make sure to follow Geekazoid on all their social media platforms. Make sure to always tune in 7 p.m. AEST every Thursday night where you'll see us giving you the latest geeky news. Anyways, that's all from me. Back to you guys in the studio. Geekazoid. Captain Fizzman, he did my job for me. I don't even have to spruik the socials. Thank you so much for that. Uh, I just, I just want to point out um, with the Minecraft answer, there are two hundred and thirty-eight million units sold, making it the most best-selling game 
I had 238,000 on the screen, but it is to the 238 million. Uh, that was just a, my bad. It comes to editing. That's all right. Do you want to hear something? I have never played Minecraft before. What? Neither have yeah. I. Oh, thank you, Tay. Thank you so much. I, I believe I own it on Wii U. Wii U. Wow, that's <laughs> that's considered a retro game now. Uh, I own it on re, uh, re? <laughs> Wii U. Re, yeah, uh, but I've I've never played it. How about that? Have you guys played it? Um, it doesn't surprise me because I, I, I love looking up a lot of gaming history on, on YouTube and I have heard that one before. Uh, and of course, Mario, was that back when he was called Jumpman? I think Mario was called Jumpman back in the day. I'm not too sure. And also, here's a little bit of trivia for you, Captain Fizzman. The, the, re uh, the reason why Mario is named Mario because the creator, he was working... Uh, in like a, um, a shipping dock and the owner was his name was Mario and then the creator of Mario he was like oh I want a game that's going to be received well over in the western world so I want to choose like a, a real western name and he named him after his his boss Mario which is not a western <laughs> name at all it's an Italian name so he's an Italian plumber so there you go there's a bit of trivia do you, you want an extra bit of trivia Jaden Please. Uh, Mario's full name is Mario Mario. Mario Mario. Oh, okay. We, we have to do our best Mario before we throw it over to you, Captain Fizzle. Here we go. This is my Mario. It's a me, a Mario. Okay, that was pretty good. Okay, Captain <laughs> your turn. It's a me, Mario. Let's go. Oh, extra. You got the catchphrase in there. Sorry, Tay. You didn't realize we're doing this, but we're doing this. That's okay. I was not prepared. Okay. It's me, Mario. Oh, that is being spliced up and put onto no. YouTube and Instagram for sure. All right, Captain Fizzman, take it away, buddy. What is your under underrated movie? Yep. Go, choose it. Underrated film. So I had a lot to decide. I was like, do I go with something like Spice World? But I made a decision. This is absolutely one of my favorite movies. One of my favorite Disney movies. Um, it still is beaten up by Beauty and the Beast because Belle is the superior princess. But the answer, my underrated movie is Atlantis, The Lost Empire. Oh, so I absolutely love this so much i saw it in cinemas i also saw it when it came out on vhs and i actually did my research on this so on rotten tomatoes it got 49 percent in a tomato meter with 143 reviews and it has a 54 percent audio score with 250k plus ratings it was released in 2001 two years after the disney renaissance period so if you're not familiar with the disney renaissance it is the, it's a 10-year period, and it featured movies like Tarzan, Hercules, Aladdin, Little Mermaid, and Beauty and the Beast. If you're not familiar, it follows Milo Thatch, who is a linguist who joins a fearless group of explorers to find the mysterious lost continent of Atlantis. It was very definitely a change of pace to what viewers were used to in Disney in Disney restaurants, so it wasn't well-received by some because they didn't really have the magic that people were accustomed to. However, some reviews on Rotten Tomatoes uh, say it's visually imaginative and even persuasively spirited. It has unusually complex villains and heroes, and some of the plot and dialogue transcends what's typical in movies intended for a broad, a broad of youthful audience. It stars uh, Michael J. Fox as Milo Thatch, 
Corey Burden as Moliere, James Garner as Rourke, and Leonard Nimoy as the Atlantean King. And the story is by Kirk Wise, Gary Trudsdale, Bryce Dable, Jackie Dable, Tab Murphy, and get this, Joss Whedon. The visuals and animation are amazing. This is at a time when the audience interest uh, in animated films was shifting from hand-drawn animation to more full-on CGI. So where we get into the Marvel, uh, the Marvel superhero films and everything. The chase sequence, however, with the Kataks, which are stonefish in Atlantean technology, and the air battle between man-made machinery and, art- and artillery, so machine guns, versus Atlantean technology, which basically the Atlantean technology obliterates man-made machinery. I absolutely love this so much. If you are a history buff, you will love Atlantis if you love lore. So they tackled Hercules with Greek mythology. This looks at Atlantid, Atlantean mythology and the lore behind it is amazing i absolutely love it and i definitely recommend it i back it as well 100 percent. have you seen it recently does it still like is it does it hold up oh yeah mm-hmm. 100%. I, I remember watching it way back when and i've got to give it another go because i haven't it's not the sort of movie like and you mentioned the disney renaissance era and i believe that is going to be a discussion point for gigazoid in the future as well maybe where we can try and figure out uh, like the order of the number one movie in the Renaissance era. And if you don't, if you're not sure about the Renaissance era, we will talk about it in depth a little bit later on in the life of the show, because it is an unreal era and a very important era for Disney. Um, But this came out at the end of the Renaissance era. And this was, and this was also the time where CGI movies were coming out, like, you know, Mm -hmm. Toy Story 2, Shrek, um, Monsters Inc. I think came around the same time as this, 2001. So we've gone from you know training our audiences for 2D, and then they're watching 3D animation, and it's almost going backwards to watch a 2D film. But don't get me wrong, like Atlantis, like you can see in this trailer here, there are some cool like that water and this ocean, like it was a fusion of like 2D and also like a, a bit of 3D as well, animation in there as well. But they didn't go full 3D. Um, yeah, I, I will definitely have to give this one a better a better watch. I haven't watched it. I probably watched it in either 2001 or 2002 when it came out on VHS. Um, but Fizzman, am I right? Like, is is there reasons why it's not really well, like, rated? Or is it because of the time it was just I, literally I believe lost? it was because of the time. It definitely was lost. It is, like, whenever I mention Atlantis, people are like, oh, my God, I haven't heard that in such a long time. So... It's definitely a movie that people have forgotten. I want to bring it back because it's so good. And the cosplays that can come out of it is just, oh, I, I love it so much. I, I'm i a huge fan and it needs more appreciation. It is underappreciated and it is underrated. How about you, Tay? What's your take on this movie? I absolutely agree with Fizzman. It's one of those, it's lost, it's forgotten. Not many people have watched it. Um, and I'm sure even fewer have watched the second one, um, which is also pretty good. I still can't beat the first one, but I still love it a lot. This was also around a similar time, I'm pretty sure. Or to me, it reminds I group it together with uh, Treasure Planet as Planet, well. Yeah, yeah. I feel like yeah. that's another one that kind of slips through the cracks. It's either the the diehard fans they know it, but the general so Atlantis like, oh. came out in 2001. Treasure Planet came out in 2002, and Milo's Return came comes out in 2003. 
There we go. Yeah, I knew wow. it was all fairly close together. Yeah. But yeah, somehow, even though it was so close together, they just slipped through the cracks and not many people know them as much as they should, I believe. Mm-hmm. It's funny because I think uh, Treasure Planet, uh, the main character, his name escapes me, is, but I know he was voiced by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. So I always get confused with Atlantis and also um, Treasure, Treasure Planet. Uh, Michael J. Fox vo- vo- voice Milo, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, see, that's pretty cool. I'm definitely going to have to give it a re-go. And uh, I know Jim that... Hawkins is the protagonist in Treasure Planet. Yeah, Thank Jim. you so much. I actually watched Treasure Planet a couple of years ago, like two years ago, I think, maybe during lockdown. I think I, I watched it again on Disney Plus just to check out what Disney Plus could do. Um, and uh, where was I going with that? Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry, that's what I was going to say. Disney now are doing a lot of live and like live action versions of all their classics. And I know people were toying around with, you know, giving Atlantis and also Treasure Planet a bit of a go. And they will, I mean, every movie that gets cast, they always put Tom Holland in it. And I was about to mention. I, I have so many gripes with people who cast Tom Holland as Milo Thatch. He does not suit the character. Yes, we may have seen a bit of it as him as Nathan Drake in Uncharted, but no. My perfect fan cast for Milo Thatch is Cole Sprouse, 100% hands out. And Atlantis is the movie that you could turn into a live action. I think it is too. And and it's, I guess, sort of a new IP for a lot of people as well. Like if people didn't see the first one, they're going to like, I guess they'll see this one, right? And it could be a Disney Plus exclusive um, it doesn't really need to be out in cinemas, but it would be cool that it actually gets, you know, the praise that it deserves because what I can remember, it's a great film. I'm going to watch it again because uh, just looking at that trailer just then, that trailer was only like a minute and I couldn't find anything longer in terms of a trailer for it. And it doesn't even do it justice. So I'm excited. It's got me excited. Uh, also, Anastasia has got me excited as well. Speed Race has got me <laughs> excited as well. I've seen that plenty of times, but I'm going to go away and watch these films. Um, anything else you want to add to this before we chime off? Tay, is there anything you want to add to this? No, I'm, I'm very happy with this man's choice as well. I feel like I secretly kind of got multiple choices in our trending topic. So I'm very happy with that. Yeah, great. Fizzman, how about yourself? Anything you want to just add to it? And if anybody's in the comments there, we're about to finish very, very soon. Uh, Definitely get in your uh, comments so we can share them on the screen before we log off. So Fizzman, anything you want to say just before we uh, finish up? No, I've said everything I need to say. Definitely go watch Atlantis. It needs to, you absolute must watch. Yes. I just, I, I can't explain that. I can't argue that even further because it's just, it, it is so good and you need to watch it. It is just the best. It is the best. It's it's a great film. I'm going to give it another go around. Um, just letting you know as well, on Instagram, we asked the question, most underrated movie, and you guys chimed in as well, The Incredible Hulk. We actually mentioned that before in terms of it coming out at the same time as Speed Racer. There you go. Uh, I know Abdullah was saying in the chat before as well, Tron Legacy. I'm assuming you're the one that said this on the Instagram as well. Tron Legacy. I love that. Uh, it was one of the first 3D films that when 3D was a big thing uh, in cinemas. Um, somebody also mentioned, I think it was... Uh, little weird guy said a film with me in it and it's when he shared that with me i was like i didn't share that because i was like a film of you in it meaning you little weird guy in the film and he and i didn't write back to it and then like six hours later he's like no 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 
not me in it. The film is called A Film With Me In It. So I'll have to check that one out as well. Uh, there's a couple more in there on our Instagram stories. Definitely check them out. We're going to save that as a um, sort of like a playlist that if ever you want to look at some movies. Highlight. You can go to the, yeah, highlighted it on our Instagram. Thank you, Fizzman. Uh, you can definitely check that out there. And we might do that with a lot of uh, discussion points. Before we sign off, I just want to say thank you so much for everybody tuning in. Thank you if you have subscribed and also following us across all our socials. We are going to be updating our socials uh, frequently and regularly as well. So uh, definitely follow us if you are not following us. Taylor, we didn't mention this before. Your shirt, Geekazoid. That looks unreal. You're very crafty with the uh, the cricket machine and um, that it looks unreal. And I hope that uh, Dion and Fizzman and myself will get one and we'll, we'll rock one out as well. Um, well done. It's great to see that you're representing Geekazoid as we are <laughs> plowing through these, um, these podcasts that we're doing live for you guys. Uh, Tay, where can we follow you on your socials if you don't mind sharing that? Alrighty, so TikTok, Instagram, Miss Marvelous. So it's Miss Marvel AUS at the end. Uh, yeah, be sure to follow us there. And on Geekazoid, of course, across all social media platforms, definitely check it out. We'll be posting lots of stuff on there and you'll be able to keep updated with our new discussions and be able to join in on it too. Beautiful. Make sure you follow her there. And Captain Fizzman, where can we follow you on your socials? You can follow me everywhere at Captain Fizzman. So Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Tumblr, YouTube, Facebook, all of those social media platforms. Even Vero, which I still have. Um, so yeah. Oh, we have a bit of spam cop, uh, comments uh, in our chat. Of course we do. That that means we've made it. Yes. Yes, we've made it. Um, it must, Mom, it, I did it! it. Yeah. <laughs> it must do that when the stream goes over like an hour or something like that because it did that with one of us. Oh, no, but it didn't do it last week. Anyway, no. we'll, we'll look into... You know what? It's good for the algorithm. Spam, <laughs> spam away, spam away. Um, you guys aren't on Be Real. Do you know what Be Real is? I'm, I'm, I'm on Be Real. I've heard of it. I'm yet to download it. Be Real is like you need to stop, drop, and share what you're doing. You have to be real but it's also it's like there's a, li- there's a literal timer that told you when to be real yeah but it's random so it's not consistent yeah. it, like every it could be three o'clock in the morning well maybe i'll let you sleep maybe it's kind enough to let you sleep but it could be six o'clock in the morning it could be you know three o'clock in the afternoon eight o'clock whatever but you have to so- be real and it's a uh like a self-facing and back facing camera app thank you fizzman mm-hmm. so you have to literally be real in the moment and uh, so it's gonna catch me 90 percent of the time just sitting in my oody yeah Yeah, that's great do that that's that's great i mean the worst things could happen but uh but uh, you always like plan for it to be in a cool time and it it never happens so that that's 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 never good unless you be real but But it tells you it, it will tell you if you posted late that's right. It tells you like how late you are if you weren't real or not. So yeah. And uh, and guys, if you're not doing so already, you can follow me at jrod underscore hd. Basically everywhere. Uh, 
Instagram, Facebook, uh, TikTok, YouTube is uh, Jaden Rodriguez. I haven't uploaded on there for a while. We're on the Geekazoid bandwagon at the moment, so uh, we're going to be uploading a lot of content there. And also, definitely check out uh, Geekazoid Live on uh, Instagram next week because I'm sure we're going to be sharing some content that Fizzman, Tay, and myself are going to be at, which is very, very exciting. Uh, as you notice, Dion, I didn't mention this before, isn't on the stream, but he sends his best regards and cannot wait to see everybody next week on the stream. I hope you guys had fun. Guys in the chat, thank you so much for keeping us active. We appreciate chatting to you and seeing what's going on as well. Fizzman, Tay, I am excited to see you on Tuesday. What's yes, happening? See you then. We'll find out very, very soon. We're going to sign out. Fizzman, do you want to sign out on behalf of Geekazoid? Go for it, yes. buddy. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Make sure to follow Geekazoid on all our social media platforms. And remember, keep geeking out. Keep geeking out. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye. Catch ya. Bye.